Thank you very much for coming in. You know, uh, I'm going to reintroduce you to our listeners until they get used to you. Once they get used to you, we don't do that anymore. Then they know you. And by the way, this feature is live on Facebook. Metro FM Talk with Rams Pepile. Similani Mudisele is a business strategist who believes strongly in collaborating and co-creating solutions with clients. She enjoys partnering with leaders to create meaningful work environments for employees whilst delivering the business strategy and customer experience. Uh, her work spans so many, many industries and she's done a lot of work and we're not going to go there, people. As and when we get a chance, we'll keep on reminding people about you know your accomplishments, including the fact that she's an MBA candidate. I always like saying this because I'll never be an MBA candidate. <laughs> No such thing I get slave, my friend, so I'll never get no there. No such thing. I get type you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Choosing a business partner. Let's start at the top. Why do we need partners in business? Why don't I just stay in my business alone? That's a very good question. I mean, there's many reasons why we need partners uh, in business. You know, it could be because we've reached a point in our business. Something where is wrong. We're not hearing you very wrong. well. Okay. So, yeah. You, you're speaking on the wrong microphone. Oh, am I in the yeah. wrong mic? Yeah, you're speaking on the wrong microphone. You, you, we invite you for the second time. You just change things when you get here. <laughs> <laughs> you're speaking on the wrong microphone now. I'm a coach, not a technician. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you're a changer of things. Uh, now we can hear you better. Ah, yes. Yes. Um, yes, just to, to answer your question, there are many reasons why one would want to have a business partner. Yeah. I mean, it could be that you've reached a stage in your business where uh, you need to grow um, and you personally don't have the capacity mm. uh, for that growth or you don't have the capacity to take your business to the level that it needs to get to. Yeah. So sometimes we need partners to support us and to complement us mm-hmm. um, in what we're trying to achieve. Would would that process? I mean, what are the forms? Do I, if I chose you as a partner, are we talking you getting equity in my business? Are we talking a strategic partnership for a period of time or for a specific project? Uh, what are the forms, and what is the best one? Is there a best one? There's no best one really, because yeah. the best one is actually what you need at the time, yeah. uh, and what you need in those situ- in the situation that you're in. Yeah. So various forms of partnerships exist. I mean. I mean, the first one is, are you looking for just an investor? You know, Mm -hmm. we've heard things of silent partners where a person is just an investor. So it's very important to understand what type of partnership do I require um, in this business? So it could be somebody who is an equity partner. Mm -hmm. It could be somebody who is a collaborator. So someone that you're collaborating with. So there are various forms and it's up to you to know and be very clear in terms of, this is why I need a business partner. Yeah. And this is the value that a business partner is going to add to me um, because then that defines the scope of the relationship. How, how do you bring them in? How, where do we start this thing? I, again, I, I've now determined, you know, on the basis of having spent time with you on end, having gone through your work and stuff like that, and I've determined... This is the kind of partner I want for my business. Where do we begin this? What is the best way of studying this conversation and this partnership? I love, I love that you said conversation because many uh, relationships start with a conversation. Yes. Someone has to make the first move. And as the person who is really looking for the support, you need to make the first move. And very important is for you to have criteria 
you know, like any relationship that mm. you're going into. What is the <laughs> criteria <laughs> that, <laughs> but are those that we never we never make the criteria? Absolutely. We realize when we go out that <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Upon reflection. Yes. Um so it's best to have criteria up front um to say actually in terms of a partner, like any relationship, what is it that I'm looking for? Yeah. Um and there's various scopes in which I'd say think about your criteria. Mm. I mean the first kind of criteria is really about do I like this person? Uh, it's very difficult to work with people you don't like. Yeah. So likability and compatibility. Are we compatible yes. um, as business partners? Um, is very important to have a look and feel chemistry. I mean, there's no formula for chemistry. Mm. So you want to get a sense of... But that may take long. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is not something that you want to jump into. This mm. is like a marriage. You, yeah. you don't want to jump into a marriage without knowing, understanding quite clearly uh, who is this person that I'm getting into a marriage with um, and business relationships are similar to marriages um, because there is a lot of at stake yeah so you want to get a sense of are we compatible as business partners of course you would have had a look at their skills their experience based on what value they're going to add mm-hmm. um, into your business. So that becomes quite, you know, quite important. Also important for this person to, to meet the people you work with. Uh, meeting your staff, meeting your stakeholders, mm. meeting your board. Um, not only is he compatible with you, but or is he or she compatible with the other people that you work quite closely with? Yes. So very important to look at this as the start of a long-term relationship and navigate it as such. Have you ever got in, into, a, into a partnership in your business? How did you choose your own partner? Did it work? Have you ever had to serve ties with a partner? What had gone wrong? Let's, uh, let's join up in this conversation. 89 The coach is in class. She's Pepe Le Similani Mudisele. And next time she comes here, she's going to be Pepe Le. Ne? Because the, we all know her now. <laughs> She'll be Pepe Le. Uh, she's, she is a now a regular. She's, she's part of the four regular coaches that we have on the show so we'd like to hear from you you can also get us on twitter at rams by the horns and facebook is metro fm talk with rams here's a question so let's assume we have flirted enough for a few months uh i tend to think that i'm feeling the fit this this is happening now we probably have also agreed on the nature of the relationship uh, you're going to be a silent partner, equity partner, you're going to be whatever, you're going to be a board member, whatever it's going to be. But mm-hmm. we've now agreed. What are, what are some of the things up front that we need to agree on about who does what and who doesn't do what? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for me, that's really the nitty gritties mm. of how we contract this relationship. Yeah. Uh, you may use the metaphor of, of a marriage. Mm. It's exactly it's quite similar in terms of what are the terms and conditions um, of this relationship. Um, another way to look at it is having done your due diligence, because that's basically what mm. you're doing up front as you are um, looking and exploring and seeing what this person can do. You're doing a due diligence is to say, well, actually then, what are the terms of our engagement? Yes. And not only is it about role clarity, it's about what's the value add. Yes. What value are each one of us bringing into this relationship? How is that value going to be measured? 
And how do we reward for that value? And how do we hold each other accountable mm. when we don't deliver? And these are things that one needs to agree absolutely upfront and contract um, like any um, other contract. Yeah. So uh, at which point do I bring up the fact that uh, Sipo told me that the, he worked with you at some point and something went wrong. Do I bring it up? In, in, the, in, the, in the courtship uh, uh, period. Disclosure is absolutely important. Transparency and honesty is absolutely critical. Mm. So you want to be comfortable that this is a person that I can trust. Mm -hmm. Trust with my baby. Yeah. You know, lots of entrepreneurs are looking at their businesses as their babies. Yeah. Very you know? sentimental. <laughs> Extremely sentimental. But trust in, in that this person has a shared um, vision of where this business needs to go. Mm. And to build trust, um, you need to be able to do that on honesty and transparency. In fact, if we look at trust, um, we talk about it being, it's an assessment of four very specific things. We are assessing one, authenticity and sincerity. Yep. So it's an assessment of, are you who you say you are? Um, that's the first sort of dimension of, of trust. Mm -hmm. The second dimension of trust is, uh, it, can you do what you say you can? So that's an assessment of what we call competence. Yeah. Then the third assessment is that, um, am I, can, are you reliable? You know, so that reliability. Will you do what you say you will do? How, there's a how, very who answers those questions? Because if you ask me, well, I would lie to you. Yeah. So, so absolutely. So that's why I say it's an assessment. Yeah. So it's an assessment. So you need to know what is the scope of questions and interactions and body language and tone and all of that that you need to know to satisfy yourself that that answer is a yes. Mm -hmm. So that that answer of is this per will this person do what they need to do perhaps you also need to do some checks yeah talk to those people that have worked with this person um you know engage with their exes you yes. know <laughs> yes. how is this how is this person uh, as a business partner uh -huh. um so that is all part of your due diligence uh per se but really in terms of trust being the foundation of particularly business and any relationship that is going to be long-term yeah. um, and sustainable, you need to be able to assess on those particular things. So it's the authenticity, it's the reliability, it's the competence, and lastly, it's what we call the involvement, which is, does this person care about the things I care about? Will they t treat my business with the care that it deserves? So... Let's assume we've both passed the test and uh, we're now going to do this thing. Everything is okay now. It's kosher. We get into the business and actually it starts running very, 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 very well. Mm. We're happy. Mm. We're happy with this relationship. Mm. Do we keep on reviewing this relationship? Absolutely. Like any relationship, I always say that it's made or broken just by conversations. Mm. So the series of conversations that you're going to have, because you need to be agile, change. What you decided on in the beginning is not going to be, you know, what ends up, um, you know, happening. Because as business goes, 
you navigate, you change, you move around. So the ongoing communication between the two of you, which is open and transparent, will enable you to navigate um, that space and navigate that journey in the best way possible. Um, so that communication then becomes the thread and the anchor, really, of this relationship. Okay, the line of questioning, of my questioning has been slightly negative. Let's mm. go to the positives. Yeah. What are the benefits of partnerships? What are the most glaring uh, benefits of partnerships? Oh, there's so many significant benefits of partnerships. I mean, entrepreneurship is a lonely road mm. and a lonely, lonely journey. And one person has but a limited amount of capacity. Having the support in terms of complementary skill sets, having the support in terms of energy, mm. you know. So when you're down, one is up. Yeah pulling you up. When they're down, pull you up. So it's that nature of support that becomes important. A thinking partner yeah. um, is, is necessary and required um, in terms of growing one's business. Um, so that diversity of thought, diversity of ideas, mm -hmm. uh, creativity, etc. becomes absolutely critical. So don't pick a mirror image. So picking somebody like you is not going to benefit you mm. because it might as well just be you, yeah. you know. And some people may say, well, maybe I just need to clone myself because actually <laughs> I'm so perfect. I'm like, like Trump, <laughs> not like Trump. I'm so, I'm so perfect. <laughs> yeah. But we do know that diversity of thought um, and diversity of way of doing things um, adds to innovation and creativity. Mm -hmm. And that's what you want. Um, you want to be able to navigate this ever-changing landscape of business um, in a very productive way. When, when partnerships go right, uh, one of the things that come into play is at which point could they go wrong? And I think money becomes a problem. Do we define upfront what's going to happen when this succeeds? Because I know everybody wants to, us to talk about what happens when it fails, but do we also negotiate what happens when it succeeds? Absolutely. I mean, right at the beginning, you will talk about what happens when, you know, in your contracting. Contracting, people look at it always as a negative, you know, experience. Mm. But contracting is also about how do we, how do we divide these spoils um, as success happens? Yeah. And perhaps it's necessary to say, well, we regularly recontract um, as we go along. Uh, but absolutely, you upfront determine how you're going to enjoy the spoils together, mm -hmm. how you celebrate your success, um, how you reward each other for success. Yeah. Um, and, and that really is not only something that you do up front, it's an ongoing um, conversation. Yes. Because relationships fail, and business relationships in particular, will fail when the communication stops and when the communication is ineffective. One of the most famous partnerships in business is of the two Steves. Mm -hmm. uh, Jobs and Wozniaki mm -hmm. at Apple. Uh, the one was a superstar and the other was really the businessman, the, the guy behind stuff. Does it help that there's not even a competition for, for air? Uh, sorry, just what do you mean by competition for air? As in Steve Jobs always got the, the fame. And, I don't and, think and, and, and many people would actually have always assumed he was the only man. There was actually another very important Steve in this game uh, in the background who did not care about the fame. But he, was doing, he was doing amazing stuff. Absolutely. And that's the important thing is saying 
in terms of our working relationship, what's important to who? Yeah. Um, and who plays what role? And with the two Steves, you know, quite clear, you know, what Steve J's, you know, yeah. role is and what Steve W's role is. And, you know, the fact that Steve W doesn't care about the fame and, and shining yeah. uh, talks to really perhaps even a different set of values, which becomes important because as you go along, that might cause the relationship breakdown mm. when your values stop being aligned. And that clarity in terms of, well, that's what's important to me, that's what's important to you, does it work for us yep. in an ongoing way? Um, you know, when that's no longer clear, then that falls apart, like their relationship did. 0891, uh, the coach is in the house. Okay, we're going to get to that point then. It didn't work. didn't work out. Mm. We tried. Yeah. Six months, 12 months, 18 months, maybe even 18 years. Yeah. How do we then shake hands? Yeah. Like how, how do we call it off? Yeah. Like any relationship, um, it is important to, again, communicate when it comes to, you know, this is no longer working for me. Mm. You know, so... When it's no longer working for you, it's important to communicate with your business partner to say, actually, I, I need to walk away from this mm -hmm. engagement. And absolutely, it's important that both parties, that maturity, that emotional maturity, which is why it's so important to choose the right person right in the beginning, mm -hmm. because you want to know, actually, when the chips are down, um, does this person have the maturity to walk away yeah. and for us to really have that pleasant divorce, if there's such a, a word as ple pleasant mm, divorce. Mm. But if we can walk away um, with this, with the least hurt and pain. And having agreed about what happens when we want to walk away up front yeah. makes it so much easier when the time comes for you to walk away from each other. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I've got a very cynical question, but somebody's calling. So let's give them a chance. Uh, Ankwe. Thank you very much for calling. Good evening to you. Evening, how are you? Well, give us some energy, mate. Uh, actually, seems as if I'm at the wrong place. I was calling MSW. Oh, you are at the wrong place, my brother. Uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> TWR. Anyway, uh, let's get to this one. Again, you want to walk and... You want your fair share of the cake. You know, the business now valued at 10 bucks. You came in as a 30% shareholder in my business. You want your three bucks. And I say to you, well, you know, yeah, you are entitled to it, but not now. Cash flow is not looking good. Uh, I can't give it to you. But you, you got to go. You, you've made the decision that you're going to Dubai now. This is it. You're taking mm -hmm. your money. Yep. Could that be one of the things that we need to deal with very, very early so that when it happens, it doesn't cause much damage to the business? Yeah, absolutely. So in the beginning, you're going to try and, you know, contract for as many eventualities as possible, but you're not going to make for every single eventuality, Yeah. which is why you do agree to say, when we are in dispute, this is the process in which we are going to go through. Uh, whether it's mediation or, you know, um, some sort of uh, communication mediation mm -hmm. for us to find agreement. So so you may not think about every single eventuality that may come um, up front, but you want to say, well, in case that we have a dispute, 
let's agree now whilst we're still happy with each other yeah. and whilst we're still, um, you know, wanting to work together to say what happens when we are in a dispute and what can we both agree to to say this is the process in which our dispute can then be sorted out. So five years into our partnership, uh, you decide you want to slow down. You don't want to get out of the business. You want to slow down and you're thinking maybe we can bring somebody else, a third partner, mm. as I slow down and I can even reduce my equity and stuff like that. Uh, is that advisable? Let's start there before I go to the next question. Could, could we do that? Could it, could, it, could it help the business? Well, absolutely. I mean, again, that's another recontracting of roles because yeah. I'm saying that the role that I had committed to play in the beginning is no longer the role that I see myself playing going yeah. forward. So absolutely. So that becomes a time to say, well, it's time to recontract. Yeah. Um, and part of the conversation is who and how will that vacuum that you're going to leave be filled by, yeah. you know. Um, so, so important part. So you can say, yes, it's f important for us to find another partner or actually, no, actually this is a skill set that an employee can fulfill, yeah. you know. So important to then have that conversation. So if you then agree to say, like, actually, it requires a partnership. Mm. It requires us to bring somebody new on board. Um, then, yes, absolutely. Then you have that conversation. After you've explored to say, what is the value gap yeah. that this is leaving? Pepila, we all come with baggage. We are all human. Yeah. So in this relationship, I then say to you, I'm going to slow down or even get out. Mm. But I'm bringing my brother to take care of my stuff in here. Mm. Am I entitled to that? Well, it depends what you contracted in the beginning again, you know. Mm -hmm. And what I always find is the best way to contract upfront is to give the partners initially the first right of refusal. Yeah. Um, in terms of if you want to, ex you know, exit a business, it requires you to sell, and the first right of refusal is the partner. Is the partner yes. um, in that case, because then that solves all those issues around mm. because. Your, part, your brother is not really necessarily bringing the exact same skills that you're bringing. Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily only skills, but it's not bringing the energy, the passion, the value that you're bringing. So the best way to do it is upfront we agree that if one of us chooses to exit the business, this, the requirement is that you sell at the market price or yeah. the market value, and the first right of refusal is for one of the partners um, in the business. Because then that solves the issue of mm. I'm going to bring my daughter, my son, my cousin, and my uncle. Okay, here's my last question mm. that I've been looking forward to ask you the whole day. <laughs> In your experience, mm. would it help to get into partnership in the early stages of your business or should people build their businesses good and strong enough on their own before they explore other partnerships. Okay. So again, there's no hard and fast rule to mm. this. It depends on you, the entrepreneur, yeah. um, and your business, what it needs at that time. So you may decide, actually, in starting this business, I need a partner. Mm. Because I know for sure that to get this thing going, uh, perhaps I'm not an admin strong person. I'm a technical. Yes. I'm a technical person, and I need both. 
um, for this business to stabilize and to grow. Yes. So you may want to do that and realize that early, early from on. From day one. From day one to say, uh-uh, it's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, I just want to be doing my technical stuff. Um, but for somebody else, it might be, I'm going to give this a go. Mm -hmm. Because actually from a skill set perspective, I'm the designer. Listen, I've got my accounting uh, degree. Yeah. I can I can get this going. Um, and only once I'm getting into my growth phase would I want somebody on board and I'd like to think about what is that type of person I'd want. Jaws, I see this name here and I'm thinking that could be MSW, but let's try. Uh, we've got a Benny calling us. Good evening. Yeah, good evening. Oh, it's not Benny McCarthy. That's it. I'm relaxed now. Go ahead, <laughs> Go ahead Benny. <laughs> <laughs> and good evening to a uh, guest. To the coach. Um, Hi, Benny. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well, man. Yeah, my, my question is, is is very simple. Then I can just clarify so that you get the point of what I'm saying. Mm. Like, okay, it's fine. They, they, there's a certain company that are making some certain uh, product. And then that product, uh, myself, I see that product, okay, I can utilize this product to do something which I think it can be most usable in a certain way. So my fear and my challenge is that, okay, it's fine. Um, okay, I, if, if myself I can try to make a product of that, that kind of product they're making, it can be too costing because I'll have to look for those machines and everything. But what I need is to approach them to tell them that we can with this product that you're making send them to a certain product that I need, we're going to use for something, which I think it can make a, a lot of business out of that. So those kind of people, how do I approach them to be my business partner in terms of protecting so that, okay, they should not um, steal my idea. For an example, let's say they are making product A, and then I realize that okay, I can come with a concept so that they can make a product B, which B can even make more to be more selling. Mm. So mm. The, 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 the challenge is that, okay, I tell them about product B and they can see that the B can be the most uh, successful business and can make us to, to benefit us. So how do I protect, how do I approach to partner with such a kind of a person so that they should not steal my idea and utilize it and then they take me away Ben, Benny, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask one question, then I'm going to release you, then you listen on the radio for the answer. But I'm going to ask you this question. Yeah. In this process of product A and you having a thought of a product B, are you yourself yeah. in business? Um, that's the business that I want to do. Okay, so, uh, so, so in that case, you are not in business. You can see they have a business, you have an idea where you can grow their businesses by bringing in product B. Okay, I'm, yes. I'm happy. I get it. I get it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Bongi, good evening. They, they, come, they come late on the show. Please switch off the radio, uh, good Bongi. Good evening, Ben. Yes. Good evening to you. Um, how are you, Ben? Very well, Bongi. Can you please speak up a bit? Okay. And can you hear me? We can hear you now. You can ask the question. Okay. No, actually, I wanted to find out. Um, I've got a company with a lady, well, with someone that I, I was actually in a relationship with. So we parted ways, we separated, and I decided that the best way is for me to resign from the company. That was in January. Mm. So I wrote my resignation letter, and um, we, I filed the resignation at CIPC. So in a few days, we resolved the matter, included other parties. 
and we resolved the matter. Meaning we never went forth or forward with the, the transaction at CIPC. Mm. So she went behind my back and removed me from uh, CIPC or completed the transaction behind my back after we decided that I'm no longer resigning. I went and disputed the matter. Mm, Bongi, we we lost her. We're running out of time. Though we'll take Kulofelo and we'll see if you can respond to Bongi even when she has not completed her question. Kulofelo, good evening. I got thirty seconds for you to ask your question, please. Uh, hello, Mister Rems, how's it? I got twenty-eight seconds. Uh, how are you, sir? I got twenty-four seconds. Pardon? Mate, please ask your question. Okay, oh, I have a question because uh, how are you guys? Hi, Kulufelo, how are you? I'm good in yourself. Good, thanks. I'm good. Um, actually, in business, uh, we've been writing uh, proposals to many sponsors, but it's so difficult for us to get sponsors. Like, I wanted to know, like, what type of proposal can I give them mm. or can I write to attract the sponsors? Okay, Kulufelo, uh, he's also not on the subject and he's told a lot of time. But uh, let's start with Benny. Yeah, I think I'll start with Benny. Um, so Benny is the one who's uh, the gentleman who's not yet in business, but yeah. has identified an opportunity through somebody else's business. What I recommend Benny does is actually start a business. So that's that's the first bit is that Benny start a business. You you've seen a need, you've seen an opportunity. So perhaps take some of the whether it's a product, uh, buy the product that you've identified that could work complementary with another product and create a prototype. Mm. Um, um, you know, so so test it, look at it, make sure that this thing this thing can work, um, and have a prototype. You know, under your business that you can then go and you know market or look for partners and so forth. But have a business first because that gives you power when you go and negotiate. You got something going, absolutely, and you got a claim to fame. No, absolutely. I think Bongi's question in general is. You know, how do we solve relationships that have gone wrong? I mean, this is the precisely about that. Absolutely. I mean, and I think in just in terms of a relationship that has gone wrong, similar to the one that Bongi is, is speaking about, is that actually there is no partnership um, anymore. If there's been fraudulent, um, you know, her being removed fraudulently, I think that now becomes a criminal matter mm -hmm. and she needs to follow the criminal process. But in terms of the business, the relationship has broken down and it's about finding the best way to walk away. Um, and to get, you know, uh, what what is owed to her um, in that space. But that's that's a criminal process. Hold it right there. How do people get hold of you and communicate with you, including Kulofelo, whose question I don't want you to answer here because it's off topic. <laughs> we have to conclude. How do people get hold of you? Okay, so you can email me at pepile at truenorthpath.co.za. Otherwise, you can catch me on all social media at pepile s at Pepile S, and that's on Twitter, um, on LinkedIn, and as well as Facebook. That is if you're not hacked like me. Yeah. Uh, those details are also on our Facebook page, Metro FM Talk with Rem. She's back in about four weeks from today. She's Pepile Similani Mudisele. She's the coach tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Now Appreciate I'm, I'm empowered to go into the next partnership. <laughs> Thank you.